Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, it's Murad Morali and welcome to Hashtag I'm Over It, where we talk all things from pop culture to trending topics and have important discussions. Be sure to let me know what you guys are over to with the hashtag I'm over it because we have a lot to get into. And definitely don't forget to click that button and subscribe. It's just one click for consistent content always. Now guys, we have to get straight into this Love Island reunion because I'm so irritated. I didn't even know that a Love Island reunion-esque type of show we could say was coming, but we were given one by a YouTube channel called The Heat Magazine or whatever, The Heat World, where they have like Love Islanders coming on and whatever. And we had this reunion going on today. And now I'm really irritated because I did that quick 10 minute review on YouTube. But this is why I love having a podcast because now I can give my afterthoughts when it comes to this entire particular situation, which I feel like was an absolute mess. Hey guys, hopefully you guys are doing well today. It is Murad Morali back at again with another podcast episode. Hopefully you guys are doing well no matter where you are in the world, wherever you guys are. If you guys are waking up, going to school, going to sleep, going to the gym, hopefully you guys are having a great day. Positivity is key and make sure your day is productive. Now, this particular Love Island reunion, why was Mike being bullied again so much? And not only by the contestants, but we had it by the hosts as well. Not Amy Hart, I feel like she was actually very unbiased, but this other particular host who we've seen with other islanders in interviews, I feel like there is just this, there's some agenda. And I don't feel like why Mike is getting all of this for no reason. It doesn't make any sense to me. It genuinely has bothered me to a whole new reason. And I just feel like we're having this over and over and over again. When is this going to end? I just don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I feel like it's very unfair because, you know, didn't Shauna move on to Luke M? Why isn't there any energy for this? Didn't Callum lie to Shauna for three weeks and then come in with a different girl? Why isn't there any energy for that? Doesn't make any sense to me. So I feel like there is preferential treatment and I feel like it's very unfair. I do not think he's playing a game. Um, Well, I feel like he was playing a game. They're all playing a game in there. He wasn't the only one, but he never was juggling or handling different girls at the same time. This was never taking place. So why the hell is it act- are people acting like he's this massive game player and the host kept referring on how he was, you know, juggling from different girls, from girl to girl to girl. These were all on separate occasions and Sophie was definitely not an example. 110%. And I feel like, you know, he was a game. It was a game. And as Amy was saying, you have to be in a couple. And that is what he was trying to do. It's not as if this wasn't a game show. This is a game show. He was not telling lies to one girl and then, you know, sleeping with the other girl behind the back. Yes, he was repeating key phrases, which can be seen as, you know, a bit weird, but he wasn't doing it at the same flipping 
time. He was dumped by one girl. He asked her permission, which he did not need to do. And then he walked off to another girl, Jess. And then Casamor came and he found Priscilla, which you can clearly tell is doing quite well with their couple relationship. So I feel like this is very unfair. It's very unjust. It's very unbiased. It's very biased. And I feel like it's just really irritating. I like how Priscilla stands with him and she does not laugh with the jokes as much. She's there to support him and say that, you know what? He reassures me a lot. I'm grateful for it. And I'm very glad that that has taken place because how many times are we going to accept this? How many times are we going to experience this? I simply don't know. Hopefully this is the last thing because this is the last episode officially related to anything Love Island from this year. Thank the damn Lord. Because I feel like it really has just been a mess. But all this energy and this vim and this drama and this tension that we are seeing, that we are seeing in this reunion, where was it throughout the entire season? Someone needs to let me know now because I'm genuinely confused and irritated. Where was it in the rest of the flipping damn season. It was nowhere to be seen. And, you know, Shauna was slamming Natalia, thinking that she's fake, that she's playing a game or whatever, that apparently Natalia was speaking bad behind Luke M and Shauna's back and whatever. And yes, I agree that, that she should be called out. And I'm glad that Shauna did do that because she says it with her chest. But I also feel like she was being, you know, slightly shady to Shanice and Luke T. And I feel like, you know, I do agree with Naz from that perspective that Shanice and Luke T should have won the show. There was a better character development when it comes to Shanice. Genuinely speaking, there definitely was. But at the same time, you know, Natalia was definitely definitely not rated by all of them. I wonder what she thinks. I'm waiting for her rebuttal. I want to know what she thinks when it comes to this entire situation. You know, does she agree? Does she disagree? Is she going to throw shade back? I'm here for that because I feel like she was a character which I wanted to experience more with, but I unfortunately did not. Very underplayed, very boring, very bland. I'm over it. And it's just unfortunate and just irritating. However, this mic situation needs to stop. Genuinely speaking, I'm over it. It needs to end. This kind of unjust stuff that I've spoken about my channel, he's not this villain that everybody plays him out to be. Yes, he's a game player. And yes, he plays very quickly. And it works for him. And he is the most relevant person on that show when it comes to any males. Because he's the most spoken about guy, which was shown on Twitter in that particular graph. And this keeps proving it. So in a way, it kind of helps him because any press is good press and hopefully you can benefit from this but why do people like Callum and Connor have more followers than Mike? Someone needs to let me know because I'm finding that very confusing even if Mike is the most relevant individual why does he have one of the least followers when it comes to the guys? Make it make sense there's this agenda against him I feel because I feel like other characters on that show have displayed similar behaviours but do not experience the same treatment rather they experience preferential treatment like Callum how he dogged out Shauna and like Shauna how she quickly moved on to Luke M after the whole Jamie situation as well. It didn't make any sense and it was really annoying and unfair. We then also have the situation, you know, again with Mike, people asked if he's a game player. And some people said Mike, including Naz. Now, I didn't expect Naz to say that. Genuinely speaking, I thought Naz and Mike were very good friends. Now, we are not in the villa with them, so we don't know what is going on. And perhaps Naz could be joking. Perhaps it could be meaningless. We have to bring out two perspectives. We can't just say one perspective. One perspective is that, you know, I find it very weird that and Naz, for Naz to say that because it comes of quite fake. Like, aren't you guys good friends? In front of Priscilla as well, it's just quite disrespectful. We could have just said Natalia, easy option. But the other perspective is maybe Naz is joking. Maybe it's being meaningless. Maybe they have a good friendship. And maybe Mike won't take it to heart we simply don't know but i find that to be very weird for sure but the, sh the hypocrisy of shauna's actions and how that's not really highlighted i don't understand i feel like you know she was somebody who moved on quickly as well why didn't she get that vim and then you know mike was like who, who does he think the the biggest game player or whatever is and he was quick to say shauna and i'm like inject it inject it into my damn veins i'm liking this kind of tension between these two because mike does not 
take it. He does not allow it to run. Especially when it comes to Shona, he will have a rebuttal. He will speak back. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And I'm glad that he stood up for himself. But I feel like this reunion was a bit messy, a bit weird, a bit unstaged, a bit just, you know, rushed. Okay, I get it. It's not Love Island official. But I wish they had everybody there. Then it would have been nice. Or as much as people as they could have got. Yes, schedules can, you know, conflict. But at the same time, that would have been nice to see. But at the same time, you know, it is what it is. And I genuinely feel like this reunion was an absolute shambles. It was just a weird mess. But they had their drama. And I like that. They had the drama. It came with the controversial questions. It got the little, you know, stuff coming out here and there. And, you know, it played its use to me personally as a reunion to an extent. Finally, they had some kind of situation where, even if it's not Love Island related, they're all sitting together in some kind of weird reunion. So I'm kind of glad they tried their best and to give us something, some kind of content. We didn't see or expect this reunion to be coming, but it came for us. A surprise was cute. And I feel like they should continue this if we're getting this drama. If we are getting this drama only from this little rushed, weird reunion situation, imagine what it would have been like if it was a proper Royal Housewives kind of room, you know, style reunion. It would have been absolutely epic, a complete showdown. But unfortunately, we do not have that take place because people don't want to think and do things properly. Doesn't make any sense to me. But at the same time, I wanted to get my Love Island afterthoughts out because I feel like Shauna's hypocrisy is not highlighted. The lack of Callan's behavior is not highlighted at all. And I find that to be quite weird. But at the same time, we're focusing all this vim on um, Mike. We're focusing all on Mike 24-7. Every question was about Mike. The host was absolutely pathetic. He was very unbiased. And I feel like it was very poor behavior on that guy. I feel like, yes, okay, you can have an opinion here and there. Not a problem. But the consistency of it, within three minutes, you're already going in on Mike all the time. And keep on looking at your cards with the same damn related questions. Like, can you come up with something else? Can you come up with something else? I don't understand doesn't make any sense to me but this reading was a mess let me know what your thoughts are use the hashtag i'm over it because i'm over it child i'm done over it i am over it do you understand i'm absolutely over this reunion this season was the deadest it's ended now hallelujah and now we move we move to the next season which will start in three to four months june is literally like in two months Wait, we're in March now. April, May, and then June. Yeah, so starting like mid-June or whatever. So within two months and a half, we've got the new Love Island. I'm here for it, and hopefully it will be good. I don't think they'll bring Winter Love Island back. I don't think they will. Maybe they will, you know, because the ratings weren't awful, but there was a massive drop, but there's still a lot of coin to be made. And if they did it right with casting, I think we would all watch it to be honest with you but love love is blind uk is also you know in the runnings now and that might be de- developed and you know given to us in the same time era of love island winter will they clash we don't know i want them to clash i feel like again casting if love is blind is done right it will be done correctly because i feel like the drama was beautiful we have the love is blind reunion coming on thursday later on today i'm so here for that back-to-back reunions for these shows love is blind and love is love island it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good, you know, um, it's a good couple of days, sorry, and I'm, I'm here for it, because Love is Blind reunion, that is going to be everything. Everything that Love is Blind is, Love Island did not give us, and it's an absolute shame, to be honest with you, it really is an absolute shame, but you know, it is what it is. We have now Mora and Curtis. 
Now, I'm going to address this on my YouTube channel, you know, properly. But these two are being slammed left, right and center for this whole breakup situation. And I feel like, you know, we haven't really learned that much from the Caroline Flack stuff. It was only like less than a month ago that she passed away, unfortunately. And how they're slamming Curtis, how they're slamming Mora and going in on them, you know, taking pictures of them, how they look grim, upset, what really happened. Apparently, Curtis was shouting at Mora. Apparently, Curtis was cheating with Amora, allegedly all this nonsense. And they just have this invasion of your privacy and a respect for you as an individual and as a person. Have we learned? The papers have definitely not, especially the sun. And I feel like it's just very sad, grotesque and disgusting. I also feel like this kind of micromanagement kind of degradation consistently of Curtis's sexuality is really unfair as well. I feel like he's addressed it, but you know, for us to say, oh, because he's gay, that's why he's left and everything, we don't know that. Over speculation, I feel like it's very unfair when it comes to somebody's um somebody's sexuality and i'm not involved in that i'm not involved i haven't ever addressed whether he's gay or whatever i've just addressed that he's addressed it i've never cussed him out for it or anything because i just feel like that just goes way below the belt but these two you know apparently a lot is going on and a lot of information is coming out and cheating is involved and apparently it was a sham relationship for the last four months and they've, some insiders some insiders have admitted this that it never was real that it was only there for you know management deals and all of this stuff all of this crazy tea is now coming out and at the same time we can address this and discuss this which is what i plan to do properly on my youtube channel tomorrow but at the same time we also need to put in these disclaimers that you know don't send hate stop the trolling stop this kind of over kind of invasion of privacy and this is obviously something that i feel like is never going to be stopped realistically speaking it's been going on for ages but this tea between Moore and curtis is definitely a lot and i do feel sorry for them because they are under major major scrutiny right now and it seems like it's going to get very ugly and it already is getting ugly and i'm just not here for it and i'm just you know i feel sorry for them i genuinely speaking feel sorry for both of them especially Mora because I feel like perhaps maybe it was on Curtis's side from what the T is saying but we just simply don't know but I just feel like it's getting very dirty between them all and I feel like the drama needs to stop for Mora and Curtis the speculation the trolling just leave them alone guys please don't send any hate and I will be addressing this on my channel as well but yes I wanted to put out this quickly Love Island quoted kind of you know podcast related episode because the reunion was a mess Mike was being bullied I'm not here for it the lack of Shauna's hypocrisy and Callan's behavior is never really highlighted or given the same preferential treatment and it's annoying as hell love is blind coming to the uk will that be a threat to love it love island i think so and i can't wait for it inject it and this whole mora and curtis situation and this major tea that is being, being spilled and how i do feel sorry for their and this for them and their situation <coughs> Let me know what your thoughts are when it comes to my podcast. Please do subscribe. Click that button, please, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, the ACOS app, wherever you guys are listening. I would really appreciate it. Please do subscribe. Use the hashtag I'm over it. Let me know what your thoughts are, and I'll catch you guys soon for another episode. Thank you guys for listening. All of you are absolute legends. Please remember to breathe, inhale, exhale, just breathe, be calm, meditate. Everything is going to be okay in your lives. Be focused, be productive. You will win. You'll be successful. Be true to who you are as an individual. Seek validation from no one but your damn self and you will be okay in this life and the hereafter. God willing. Hopefully you guys are all blessed listening to this podcast. I really do appreciate it so damn much. You guys don't even understand. Thank you guys and I'll catch you guys soon for another beautiful podcast episode. Juices, bye. Who says juices? Let me cut that out. 
Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. And if you have, then tell a friend to tell a friend. You can listen to my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and via the ACOS app, or wherever you guys are listening to your podcasts. Don't forget to use the hashtag I'm over it. And don't forget to click that button and subscribe for consistent content. Follow me on my Instagram and Twitter, Murad underscore Morali, and enjoy the rest of your day. Positivity is key. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.